Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Wife from the Relationship Advice subreddit. Titled, My 23 Female, Husband 36 Male, Will Only Eat Kitty Food, and It's Ruining Our Relationship. My husband will only eat chicken nuggets, grilled cheese, and SpaghettiOs. That's it. When we go over to friends' places, he'll actually bring some SpaghettiOs to heat up in their microwave instead of eating anything else, even if our friends cooked a wonderful meal. If we go out somewhere to eat, he will only order chicken nuggets off the kids' menu. If they don't have them, he just won't eat. If I try to cook literally anything except one of his three food groups, he will claim he's allergic to some random ingredient instead of just outright saying he doesn't want to eat it. He'll then try to guilt me for forgetting his allergy. Spoiler, we've been to the doctor and he's not allergic to anything. My husband just turned 36 this month. His food habits were sort of cute and acceptable when we were both in college and eating like trash. But now I'm genuinely worried about his health. I also find myself avoiding any sort of dining situations with our friends, which is so much harder than it sounds. I've tried talking to him about his eating habits and he just brushes me off. Since I don't cook his meals, the only victory I've had in this situation, he doesn't think I have the right to dictate when he can and can't eat. I'm not his mother, I'm his wife, but I just want my husband, the man I love, to be healthy. What do I do? Edit. We met when I was 19, in my sophomore year of college. We got married after graduation and moved in together shortly after. I didn't realize how strict his diet was until after we were married. Edit again. Thank you for your comments and suggestions. There are so many wonderful comments and that it'd take me all day to make it through. So I'll try to address them here and then post an update tonight. It does sound like avoidant restrictive food intake disorder. And I agree that we need counseling. There's a good counseling center nearby that I found last night that offers couples therapy. I want to try them first. I'm going to bring it up to him tonight and really try to explain how much this issue bothers me and how at the very least we should discuss this with a counselor to find a place where we are both happy. So a couple of comments which Opie responds to. Someone was asking about the age difference and when they started dating and Opie says we started dating when I was 19 and he was 32. Looking back I definitely wasn't mature enough for a serious relationship but he's always been thoughtful and understanding. I never felt pressured to do anything I didn't want to do. And although the age difference was obviously noticeable, it never felt like I was being taken advantage of. I'm sorry if my answer sounds canned. I've got your exact question more times than I can count. TLDR, don't worry, I was legal. And then Opie added, we met in college. He went back to his degree after realizing his career was stagnant. We had a class together and ended up falling in love. Admittedly, I was kind of awed that an older man was interested in me. 
but he never ever made me feel pressured into anything, even as small as drinking on my 21st birthday. I have a history of severe alcoholism in my family. We ended up going to a nice dance night instead of clubbing. He also completely stopped drinking without any prompting when he realized that I wasn't comfortable being around him when he was drunk. Now, I've seen a lot of these programs where people have like this restrictive food intake and they only eat chips or they only eat something else. And in these programs, they generally do tests on them to try and like sort of help them through it. And pretty much every time they always say, you know, it's this ARFID, this avoidant restrictive food intake disorder. And obviously I'm not saying it's that because I, I can't diagnose someone, but just but some of the stuff that I saw in these programs where they, they tried to help them through it, it was sort of always like therapy based from what I saw and, you know, tried to help the anxiety and, and expose them to the food slowly, you know, in a lot of cases and then build up to more severe sort of like fears around it. Again, I'm not claiming to know too much about it. It's just literally what I've seen on TV. But I think getting this through to your husband at the same time, you know, in a way of, of love that you're concerned for his health, like you explained here. I think if someone explained to me in that way that they're, they're concerned for my health, you know, I'd be taking it on board. Which is always, I know is easy for me to say because I'm not the one who's going through it, right? Laura J says, sounds like he should probably see a therapist of some sort to be honest. Based on this post and his attitude about it, it may be hard to convince him to do. As soon as he gets really defensive about it, it does seem he may have some food aversion issues. Perhaps not. I'm not a doctor, but it would be something worth exploring in my opinion. Being a picky eater is one thing, but to only eat three things is pretty extreme. Ravioli says, oh my god, I went through this. I kept pushing. I just kept trying to introduce foods to him. After some searching, we found a starting point. He was on board after I showed him I was doing this in his best interest, and we built up from there. Things accelerated after he got some blood work done, and it showed that his 80% lifestyle of fast food was going to kill him early. We're eating better now. Opie responds saying, thank God. I was hoping someone else who went through something similar would see this. I genuinely, really, don't know how to start introducing food though. I don't want to feel like his mother, but since he somehow isn't fat, he doesn't care about his health whatsoever. I tried things as simple as healthier breaded chicken nuggets or healthy bread for his grilled cheese, and he just won't eat them. And one more comment from Autistic Farm Girl, who says, The thing is, you can't change people, not unless they are willing to change. You can go to therapy, talk about it, even threaten to leave. Unless he wants to make a change, you might as well try to move a mountain. In my view, there's only three options here. He decides that he'd like to change, regardless of why he only eats that, and gives it a shot. Best case scenario, everyone is happy, rainbows, unicorns, etc. He decides that he doesn't want to change and you accept that this is it and deal with it, which means that yes, you're with him, but you're also massively frustrated. He decides that he doesn't want to change and you don't accept it, in which case you get a divorce. Sorry for being a bit blunt here, but the control is out of your hands. All you can control is whether or not you can see yourself for the next 40 years with someone eating three different types of food. The OP comes in with their first update and says, so I did it. I confronted him when he came home. I brought up Arfid, which he seemed very open to. He seemed sort of relieved that it's a fairly common disorder. Some of you absolutely called it. He explained that he was extremely embarrassed and defensive and I had tried bringing the issue up with him before. When I explained how much it hurt that he shut me down, he seemed genuinely surprised. He had no idea this issue was so important to me. I'll admit, 
I did cry a bit as I told him how worried I am about him eating himself into an early grave. His foods are not healthy, and by the end of our conversation we both agreed to work together to overcome this. We will be going to couples therapy this weekend at a local clinic. From there, we'll look into seeing a dietitian and a specialized counselor for his eating disorder. However, I called his mother while he was at work. I asked her about his eating habits as a kid, if there was any foods he sort of liked or anything he was really adverse to. I like the idea of making weekly meal prep together, so there's no surprises and we can collaborate on slowly introducing new foods. I was hoping this conversation would give me a good starting point when I talked with him. His mother is a very sweet woman and told me all the foods he even sort of would eat and everything he refused to. But she offhand mentioned that he has sensory processing issues due to his autism. I asked her to elaborate and she did. It turns out he was diagnosed with autism as a kid. He even went to an after-school physical therapist for many years to deal with his sensory issues. He never told me any of this. When I spoke with him, I didn't know how to bring it up, so I just didn't. I'm so worried he'll deny it or he'll get angry with me for speaking to his mother behind his back, since he obviously doesn't want me to know. I want to stress that I never brought up autism with his mother. She mentioned it all on her own. He'll lie to and manipulate it. I don't know how to bring it up with him because right now I'm just starting to process it. I'm angry that he never told me. His food issues are one thing, but not telling me about his autism and seemingly intentionally keeping it from me, as he didn't bother to mention it today either, is another. It's more and more obvious that the man I'm married isn't who I think he is, and he has been lying to me for years. Right now, I'm telling myself to wait until counseling this weekend before confronting him. I don't want our conversation to be out of anger, but I also don't know how I could ever trust him again if he was willing to keep such a big secret from me. Edit. I will be bringing this up in counseling, but I'm not going to discuss it with him until then, as I don't want to let my anger and hurt override my desire to help him. As some people stated, it's possible he doesn't know about his autism. I really, really, really hope that is the case. I'm hurt, not because he has autism. I really couldn't care less. It doesn't change who he is as a person, but rather that he never told me about it. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Update 2. Well, it's been a lot longer than the one week update I promised. I could make excuses, but I won't. For those of you who don't want to read my original post, I asked for help with my husband's food preference issues and... Through talking with many people on here and ultimately his mother, it was revealed that he was diagnosed with autism as a child. Some of the comments on my original post were not so kind. I got a lot of accusations that still hurt me. 
Some just make me angry, particularly the person who commented simply, please don't bully him. He's my goddamn husband, not a schoolyard friend, not a sibling, not a child. Infantilizing him doesn't help his case at all. Moving on. I was very upset as he never mentioned anything to me. We've discussed all sorts of medical issues together, but his diagnosis never came up. I want to stress this. This isn't a matter of me not wanting to be married to an autistic man. This is a matter of my husband keeping something important from me and causing me a great deal of stress that could have been avoided if I was aware of his diagnosis. For example, I continuously pushed him to try new foods or attend concerts or visit loud amusement parks. I knew he wasn't particularly thrilled about any of those things, but they are all very normal couple activities that I wanted us to experience together. Had I been aware of his autism, I would have a better understanding of how negatively these things affected him and made more of an effort to integrate things he liked with things I liked. Maybe a smaller local band or a craft fair instead of an amusement park. Anyways, that's the backstory. Read below for the update. Update. I confronted him about my conversation with his mother the night before our counseling appointment. I made sure to bring it up casually so I didn't become angry again. He tried to brush me off at first, saying he didn't know what I was talking about. After talking for a bit, he eventually confessed that he not only knew of the diagnosis but deliberately kept it from me. He said I was his dream and he didn't want to do anything to ruin our perfect relationship. I explained how him keeping this from me hurt me. I explained how I could have been there to support him instead of feeling like he needed to hide. He said he wasn't ashamed of it at all. He explained that it's just not something that affects him anymore. I again explained how it affects me, but he didn't seem to care. I didn't show him the post I made, but I used some of the advice from you all to try and explain why his autism really does in fact still affect his life. We went to bed upset. The next day, he acted like nothing happened. We ate breakfast, he had chicken nuggets, and we went about our day. I kept expecting him to bring it up, but he never did. I didn't have the nerve to bring it up again until later at the marriage counselor's office. I spoke to the counselor so as to not seem accusing and explained that this was an issue that bothered me. My husband actually laughed and said he assumed I'd gotten over it by now. When I explained that no, I really hadn't, he got angry with me and stormed out. The counselor tried to mediate, but it wasn't much use as my husband went to wait in the car. I was worried he'd leave without me, so I cut the meeting short. Our ride home was quiet. It wasn't until we got home that I said I was worried he was keeping other things from me too. He said he'd been reading online about how women can't understand autism, and therefore he didn't think it was important to tell me about it. I said that was the weakest excuse I'd ever heard. He then said that I'd leave him if I knew. I said if I left him, it'd be because he's a liar. Apparently, he told all of our mutual friends that he'd just been diagnosed with autism and I was considering leaving him because of it. Now, many of our friends won't talk to me and act very cold when we run into each other in public. I don't know what else he's told them, but I think he told someone I cheated on him as a fake account has been commenting horrible things about me and my supposed sexual habits on all of my Instagram posts. I keep reporting them, but then it seems like another just pops up in its place. I haven't decided if divorce is the right path. I know he's been browsing incel and other bitter male-centric websites. One of his friends is a self-described incel. So I'm even more convinced that this isn't the man I married. I'm mostly just confused. I've been avoiding him at home and it feels like more of a roommate situation at this point. He doesn't really leave his den until it's time for work and then he's back in the den until bed. 
seems like everything is messed up just from me wanting to help. I don't even know what to expect at this point, much less how to move on from here. Edit. There are so many more comments than I anticipated. I'm trying to at least read through most of them, although I think I'm past my emotional ability to reply. I'm really shocked at how overwhelmingly supportive people are being. Thank you. I'm going to be discussing divorce with a lawyer. I don't know how to bring it up with him, but I'm past the point of caring. You are all right. I dread coming home to him in the evenings. I dread if he will miraculously want to talk. This isn't healthy for either of us. At the very least, some time apart would be good. That's all for now. I don't think I'll update past this, as I'm already uncomfortable with how quickly this blew up. But I will be living elsewhere by the end of the month. And that was OP's last update on the matter. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. But for our next story, we had a suggestion over on Twitter from Lisa D, who says this is a funny as heck entitled people's story. So we're going to check this one out. And this story was from Otherwise Drama 5374 and says a woman in a supermarket tried to eject me from and take my wheelchair. Oh dear. So there, I-39M was, was in a rural shores, which I believe is just like a supermarket of some sort. For those not in an area with a shores, it's a standard supermarket with a club that makes things cheaper, which is their way of hiding their markup. Stuff is just cheaper a few miles down the road. Unfortunately, there were a few things I could only get there like my flavor of caffeine and food for the dogs. I was using my power chair, which back then I needed more often. It's an Eagle HD foldable deal and it works great. I'd been hit pretty hard by post-COVID and was very sedentary at the time in my life, along with pre-existing joint problems. So I'm leaning forward to get a flat of monster and stick it under my seat on the rack when a woman pushes on my back and says, I need that, you don't, you're younger. As I was belted in, nothing happened. It was only luck that I was belted in. Usually I would have undone it to pick up something heavy. I sat up and pushed her hands off me saying, what the fuck? And she shakes the back of my chair like it's a dinner chair or something and goes, you can use the scooter, the chair is better and I'm old. And she points at the shitty supermarket scooter she's using. I stare at her in total shock for a moment and say, this is my wheelchair, get away from me. You can't use personal stuff in supermarkets, give me the chair. She started like shaking it with each statement. So at that point, I just hit maximum speed on my power chair and took off, ripping it out of her hands. It was either let go or be dragged on her face because she clearly wasn't super steady and needed a scooter herself. And we're off on the dumbest chase in creation, mostly because supermarket scooters go slower than any other mobility device. I buzzed over to the service desk and cut in line and said, I'm sorry, I'm really sorry, but there's a woman following me trying to push me out of my chair and take it. And from behind me, they can hear, Get back here! And the, <laughs> and the most wheezy buzz of the slow scooter. In the moment, it was really enraging as she was being so entitled and frustrating. I just wanted to get my dog food and leave. But in memory, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. They let me into the little back office area. And they and the whole line of people waiting just sort of watched as she came over. And it took so long. The scooter was so slow and she's yelling about how I don't need the chair and how she should get it because she's older and more disabled. 
it takes like a full 20 seconds for her to get from one end of the store to the other and everyone is just staring as she rides full of glory at 0.0001 miles per hour with her face red and her glasses hanging off of one ear. She finally gets to the desk and then calmly explains that the wheelchair isn't store property and if she tries to steal from another customer, they have to call the police. She starts shouting at the employees that she knows full well you can't bring personal equipment into the supermarket, so they are lying. And the other woman behind the counter says with a bit more attitude, Lady, why do you think we care if you bring a wheelchair into the supermarket? At this point, I think like something either clicked or she just realized that an entire line of people were staring at her and not kindly. She suddenly asked where to find artichokes and I almost coughed on my own spit. The worker just stared back and pointed back where the woman had come and said, Produce? And the woman left. I admit that for the rest of my visit, I avoided any aisle she was in because I didn't want her close enough to grab me again. Now I can laugh about it for the absurdest comedy moment it was. In retrospect, I feel there's a reason here. Like her husband told her they shouldn't buy things like I had because they're not allowed to be in the supermarket. That's the best answer I can possibly come up with for that wild nonsense. Wherever you are, crazy lady, I hope you bought your own Eagle HD. And you know, I know I chuckled in the middle there and Opie said that they found it funny themselves. But the, the thought of this like high speed, in quotes, scooter chase around the supermarket with someone shouting behind you, get back here, <laughs> has me in absolute bits. I would love to see that. But at the same time, I must say, you know, I know many people would tell, would just tell the person to piss off, leave them alone, etc, etc. But many people do struggle with, with confrontation, especially in public settings. You know, it's not nice to be a part of. So it must have been a worrying moment at first as well. And there were some comments to OP saying, you know, basically you should stand up for yourself, to which OP says, thank you, I did, by going and taking the best legal and socially acceptable way out. It's very easy to armchair quarterback someone else's life from the sidelines, but you know, most situations don't end with a verbal or physical confrontation that has swelling orchestral moments and a drop beat on the big punch. Most of them end with annoyance in a sense that my day was disrupted with no resolution. It'd be great to give you that resolution with some badass story of me standing up to a bully, but that's not what actually happened. Instead, it was a really unthinking old lady who just needed to be kept at a distance until she could understand reality. And finally, a giant thank you to everyone who gave compliments to the story and narrative. In case I miss replying to any individual comments, I appreciate them all. Next time, I'll share the story of why I ended up hiding from eight toddlers under a table. <laughs> I just can't get that scooter chase out of my head. I'm just imagining, like, at our local supermarket, they have, like, in security, they have, like, these little booths near the entrance where they got all, like, the security cameras and they can watch. I can just imagine the security guy standing there watching, like, multiple cameras, two scooters flying past each different screen. Like, <laughs> maybe not so fast, but... <laughs> And the security man updating, we've got a chase in aisle three. As they're weaving around people, the chasers like grabbing, I don't know, a loaf of bread and throwing it. <laughs> I don't know, my mind's going wild as usual. But anyway, what do you guys make of this one? Thank you so much for sharing it with us. Really do appreciate it as always. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? A supermarket chase. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So 
I thank you so, so much. I'll see you in the next one. Get back here. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 